Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check it out on hitthatline.com, where they also have great content, interviews, podcasts, videos, whatever you need, whatever you're looking forward to out of the Arkansas Razorbacks, you have to check it out. Arkansas drops a game to Vanderbilt. Uh, so we got to talk about this. I guess we do. We are going to talk about that. We're also going to get into what the SEC is slating up to be heading into this weekend, as well as the opportunity for Arkansas to maybe have a night game, but more than likely probably won't. But before we get into that, I got to tell you, folks, Sling TV this weekend, you got to try it because your Ragebacks may not be playing, but there is a lot of great college football games to be played. And what better way to play these games than on your big screen, than on your mobile devices, wherever you need it. And Sling TV is the one that can help you out with that. It's the best way to watch college football. And for $30 a month, you get all the ESPN networks, Pac-12 network, SEC network, and so much more. You can stream it on the big screen or your favorite devices. Sling TV also gives you the live TV that you love only better. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees and you can cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV, and a seven-day free trial is in your hands. And this is only for you Locked On listeners. All you do is you go to Locked On, or excuse me, Sling.com slash Locked On. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash Locked On, and you get a free seven-day trial. Trust me, you won't regret it, folks. Let me know about it. Tell me what you think about it. I use it. You should use it. The American people should use it. So be sure to check that out again. Sling.com slash locked on. So the Razorbacks lost to Vanderbilt. Why? 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 We felt like this was going to be the game. We felt like this was when Arkansas was finally going to win an SEC matchup. It was setting up perfectly. Arkansas had this game at home on a beautiful fall day. Granted, it was 11 a.m., uh, tip uh, kickoff but still beautiful day you had a great matchup a team that you felt like you could match up really well against because they don't have an elite quarterback they don't have an elite offense and that's really been your biggest bugaboo as a team is you couldn't stop teams like that so you felt like all the stars were aligning for you to get your first victory in the sec and at least have something to hold your hat on heading into the end of the season and heading into the bye week well you don't. You don't have it. You're 0 and 5 in conference. You're 2 and 7 overall. And now you head into the bye week reeling from a loss of 45 to 31 against Vanderbilt. Now, there are a lot of moving parts to this. And there is a lot of things that I'm going to talk about not only today, but probably throughout the week on the podcast of issues that I think are going on that are bigger than anybody can even possibly realize. But holy crap, this is just something that I am trying to wrap my head around. I know Chad Morris is trying. I know Chad Morris is trying to establish his culture, his philosophy, his way of doing things, and I respect that. I also know that there's not a lot of talent on this team. You can't, you know, get on to anybody but Brett Bielma pretty much for it. But the players are the players. This is the hand that Chad Morris has been dealt, and... So what do you do with it? So how do you make it work? Well, you just get competitive. You just improve as the season goes on. You get people excited. You get people to buy in. And then you hope to have a couple of good positive moments as the season ends. And now you're reeling. Now you're taking steps back. And this Vanderbilt game was the next example of it. 
I'm not saying Chad Morris is without blame. He's not. This coaching staff has some blame. They're the ones in, in position. They're the ones that are doing the coaching. They're the ones that are uh, making it all work. But unfortunately for them, it's not working well. And I think a lot of it has to do with the type of players that are on this team. I don't know any specific players' names. I'm not going to call out any specific players. But there is no doubt that there is quit in this team. There are players on this team that obviously do not care for Chad Morris and his system, do not care what he's trying to do, do not care what this coaching staff is trying to do. They don't care to win. They don't care to lose. They don't care to play. They don't care. And it is so evident now, people were getting after me on Twitter after this game, saying, like, John, what did you expect? This team's not any good. Well, I don't know why I expected them to win. I never expect this team to win. That's not my expectation. Because I feel like in the SEC and in this year, any given Saturday, things can happen, matchups happen, good games happen, all that. I never expect this team to win. But I do, however, expect them to compete. I do, however, expect them to put forth effort. And that ain't happening. And as a Razorback fan, you should be upset by this. And a lot of you are. Some of you are over it. Some of you are giving up. Some of you have your own issues, your own feelings on the whole matter. But I'm telling you right now, this is just atrocious. And it's really frustrating for me even to watch. And listening to Chad Morris and his fiery press conference afterwards, which you could tell he was more frustrated than he ever has been, I think that he is sitting back and he is looking at their certain players and saying, I can't coach you. I am doing everything for you. I am being your guy. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to make it fun for you. I'm trying to put you in positions to be successful. I'm trying to get you energized. I'm trying to get you to play hard. I am pulling out all my stops, and it's not working. I can't coach you. What can I do? How can I do it? And I'll do it. Whatever it takes to motivate you, I will do it. And he's getting nothing from the players. He's getting no feedback. And he can't figure out why. This team has issues, no doubt. This team doesn't have a lot of talent, no doubt. But it's embarrassing to watch if you're a Razorback fan. It's embarrassing to see some of the effort plays that are being put in. I saw a play on Saturday when one of the defensive backs for Arkansas gave up on a tackle. Like, didn't went to go in for the tackle and then backed up. What? How? Why? It's because you're a bunch of quitters. You are. I don't know if it's Bielma's fault completely. I don't know if it's Chad Moore's. Someone's at fault, though. And what I'm seeing from this team is just, it's terrible. And I feel bad for Razorback fans. I feel bad for people that support this program, that love this team, that love the Razorbacks, that love this state, that that put all the passion into it because whatever pride you have in it is gone. The product that's being put up on the field and the effort that's being put into it is shot. And it is abysmal. And it is humiliating. To be from the state of Arkansas, to grow up to being a fan of this team, and to see this. No one, and I mean no one, logically, will ever tear down a team, or give up on a team, or hate on a team for putting forth effort. Ever. You try your hardest. That's all that people can ask from you. 
But when you're losing, you're getting beat by teams that aren't that much better than you at home only because you're not putting in effort. You're not buying in. You're not caring. Get out. Move on. No one will miss you. And I don't know. I understand that it's tough to, as a team and as a player to continue week in and week out getting beat. I know it is. I've been. I was on teams when I was a kid that it was. It sucked. It's on a junior high team. They were one and nine. It was terrible. But we still went out. We still had practices. Still put in the work. And we at least got one victory, and that was our second to last game. So at least we had that. But you're not even getting that. And I don't know why. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why a team, or that, or if we'll call them a team right now, is not wanting to spend their time in, a, in an opportunity that they have right now. To have the privilege to play college football, to play in the SEC, to play for the Arkansas Razorbacks, and they don't have more pride than that. If that, that's not enough pride for you, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know, I don't know where, to get, where to say, hey, it's okay, you can do this. No, there's nothing like that. Listen, to get completely off cuff here, I love the Razorbacks. I grew up a Razorback fan. I'm from the state of Arkansas. You all know this. And I'm getting embarrassed. And I'm embarrassed for people who spend their money and spend their time going to these games, watching this team, and they're not even getting... Why should the fans try if the team doesn't? That's how I feel. Why should the fans put in the effort to go and support this team and this program if the players on the field don't put forth the same effort. I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. I hope Chad Morris can turn this around. He's doing the things that you need to do to turn it around by recruiting really well, trying to get new pieces in, and I'm sure he is praying to God every night saying, make the days go by faster so I can get some of these guys off my team and get some guys who actually want to win on my team. I don't know if it's gonna his prayers can get answered any quick enough, but Razorback fans, I feel for you. I'm sorry. I wish there was something more I could say. I wish there was some other way to help you out, but I got nothing. Endure the pain. Embrace the horror. Go through this last month just staying strong and look forward to the next season. Next year's team's gonna look completely different. At least from names and faces, it's gonna be completely different. And you know what? Maybe that ain't such a bad thing. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Uh, the SEC is really shaping up, and Arkansas heads into a bye weekend, and if you're a football fan, it could not come at a better time. Seriously. I, I don't know of a better time than right now than to watch Razorback, or to not watch Razorback football, but to watch SEC football. This weekend, you have two games. Two games where everything matters. Everything's on the line. And it's so surprising. We all know the Alabama-LSU game. I mean, for crying out loud. Number one, Alabama versus number four, LSU. Alabama's 8-0. LSU's 7-1. This game's in Baton Rouge. It's at night. It's going to be the crazy atmosphere with college game day. Everybody's going to be hyped up and excited for that game. And rightfully so. But I actually have a different game that I'm excited about. Now, I, I respect the fact that you have... 
course of the game with Alabama and LSU. Don't get me wrong. But I'm more excited about Georgia and Kentucky. Now, now hear me out on this. Georgia and Kentucky, have that game is in Lexington this weekend. Both teams are 7-1, and 5-1 and one in conference. The winner of that game, the winner of it, wins the SEC East. There's nothing that, there's no waiting on other teams to see what they do. No, whatever team wins this game, wins the division outright. And this game is in Lexington. I don't know if Kentucky will win. I probably won't pick them to win, but man, I'm hoping they do. How great would that be for Mark Stoops, for Kentucky, to make have a trip to the SEC championship game? I mean, that would be the that'd be the tits. And I think that honestly, if Arkansas can look at any other team and hope they model themselves after, now don't throw things at me. I'm just saying, Kentucky's one of the teams that you hope that you can end up being like, or just a few years down the road, you can build yourself and at least be competing. In your division. Not winning it necessarily, but at least competing. That's what you're hoping for. Arkansas and Kentucky's a model for that. I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up. I don't know if Mark Stoops is going to stick around. I don't know any of those things. But what I do know is this weekend, that Georgia-Kentucky game, to me, has my attention a lot more than Alabama and LSU. Because I have a really good gut feeling that Alabama's going to completely obliterate LSU. Just like they've been doing to everybody else. They're going to win by at least... 24 points. Alabama will. They're going to score early and often. It's going to be in just like every other run-of-the-mill Alabama game. They're going to score a lot of points, more points than LSU can score, and they're going to get out of there with an easy victory. Now, Kentucky and Georgia, it's either going to go one of two ways. Either Georgia's going to blow out Kentucky or Kentucky is going to barely win. Those are the only two ways I see this game playing out. But this game being in Lexington, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. It'd be an awesome place to go to. I kind of wish I was going to this game. But it'd be an awesome game to go to. And I think it'll be a better matchup and a more entertaining matchup between these two teams. I mean, just imagine if Kentucky wins the SEC East. Your SEC championship game is going to be Alabama versus Kentucky in football. And I would even make the argument that Kentucky reaching the SEC championship game in football is more of an accomplishment than anything that John Calipari has done thus far in the basketball program at Kentucky. Now, I know that I'll just trigger all of the Big Blue Nation people out there, but I'm serious. I think that it would be that big of a deal. And I don't know if Mark Stoops wants to stay there that long. He may get another job offer to go to a bigger school at a bigger time and a bigger location. But that game, I feel like, has the makings for all types of weird. And you know me. I love those weird type of games. That's what I'm looking forward to. Now, I don't know exactly how Kentucky's going to beat Georgia, just because talent-wise, I mean, for crying out loud, the way that Kentucky beat Missouri over the weekend, if none of you saw this game or saw the highlights, go on YouTube and watch it. It is hilarious. I love seeing Missouri lose, especially in the way that they lost. They were up 14-3 to late in the fourth quarter. They had eight straight three and outs as an offense. Missouri did. They punted away to Kentucky. They return it for a touchdown. All right. So it's 14 to nine. They tried to go for two point conversion. Didn't make it. So it's 14 to nine. Kentucky has to kick it back off to Missouri. Missouri once again goes three and outs with like two minutes left. Kentucky has to drive down the field. They drive all the way down the field with the last play of the game. They heave it up into the end zone. It's incomplete, but. It was a pass interference call on Missouri, and therefore, by rule, the ball has to be placed at the two-yard line with an untimed down to which Kentucky then scored a touchdown and ended up winning the game. So just a brutal loss for Missouri and an awesome win for Kentucky. That's winning time. 
That's what winning teams do. That's what clutch teams do. Is Even though you don't play a great game, even though you made a lot of mistakes during the game, you find ways to win. When the, when the game is on the line, when the lights are on, when everyone's watching you, you find ways to win. Wouldn't that be a great feeling for Razorback fans? Just to have that just one time, just once. Just once, where when the game's on the line, you make the play. It's been so, so long. And we know about the record that there's been 16 games where Arkansas has had a fourth-quarter lead, and they didn't win since 2012. 16 games. Sure, there's been a couple of games where you've found ways to make plays late, and almost all of them were against Ole Miss. But still, just once you'd like to have that, that feeling, where you're the team that made the play. You're the team that took advantage of that opportunity. And you weren't the team that completely choked it away. Just once you'd like to have that. Just one time. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, at least especially not this season. But good for Kentucky. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for chaos. And that would certainly be it if you had the Wildcats versus the Crimson Tide in the SEC Championship in football. That is for sure. Hey, we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert show or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code to new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app using promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer at Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Moving into the final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I have some bad news, folks. It looks like Arkansas probably is going to be stuck with another 11 a.m. game against LSU. They have to wait until the end of the weekend to decide what times the games are going to be. And Arkansas is an option for an 11 a.m. game. I, I can't. I can't do that. That would make six. Six games at 11 a.m. Six. That's half the season. Listen, I understand Arkansas stinks. I, I'll even allow 11 a.m. game for Mississippi State. But just not LSU. Give, give a night game for Arkansas. Just one in Fayetteville. Just once. That's all we're asking. I, I In fact, I'm going to tweet this out for all you listening. I'm going to create a petition on change.org to have this happen. I want signatures. I want people to have it. All right, we're going to do this. So as soon as I put this out on Twitter, be sure to get after me on Rush John Neighbors. Sign the petition. I'm going to send it to Greg Sankey and the SEC, and we're going to make this happen. All right? We, if we have to march in the streets, we're going to do it. All right? If we're going to have to have signs, if we're going to have to create hashtags, we will find a way to make this happen. No more 11 a.m. games. Shout it from the rooftops. Chant it in the streets. Send it to the man and let him know we are mad as heck and we're not going to take it anymore. Did that get you fired up? Probably not. 
We're going to get stuck with 11 a.m. But still, I am making a petition, so be sure to sign it if you get a chance. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. We're also on Spotify and Stitcher. Any way you can find a podcast, you can check it out right there, Locked On Razorbacks. Any questions, comments, concerns you have, be sure to tweet at me at Rush John Neighbors, and I'll make sure that they get answered. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.